Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast, where each week you will hear topics related to women of faith and entrepreneurship who are cultivating lives of impact that will one day lead to a legacy. My name is Shelley Tyson, and I will be your host each week as we chat with other women who are navigating business, faith, parenthood, and a lot of other topics that relate to building lives that glorify God and serve others abundantly. I hope you enjoy today's episode and are encouraged as you intentionally choose to live a life of impact that will one day lead to a legacy impacting generations to come. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Shelly Tyson, and I am so excited to have another guest interview today for an expert in the area of simplifying our lives. And if you're anything like me, 2020 really revealed the need and and honestly, the gift that simplifying our lives can be for us. And so I'm thrilled to introduce to you Eileen Kelly-Reed. She has a business called Simplify with Eileen, and she is an expert in all things simplifying so that you can experience the benefits and abundance that comes from really creating simplicity in your life. And so I'm thrilled to ex- and excited to introduce her and get to talk a little bit about how we can implement some of these things in our own lives and then how you can get connected with her if you would like to dive deeper into this talk like topic of simplifying. So welcome, Eileen. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you, Shelly. I am so excited to be here with you and your community. Thanks for the invite. Of course. Would you introduce yourself a little bit to us and tell us about this topic of simplifying and kind of what what drew you to it, why you're passionate about it? Absolutely. So um, I come from a family of five and I shared a bedroom with my two sisters growing up. So and everybody in my family, I call them pile people, Um, love them, but they're pile people. (laughs) So I was always trying to carve out my little niche of sanity and simplicity growing up. And, um, you know, very quickly after college, I got kind of swept into the corporate career. I was a a very successful salesperson for a software and IT consulting company. Did that for for about 20 years. And I I arrived at this sort of defining moment um, as my dad was passing that, man, there's more to life than this. And um, I always had this gift. And back in 2009, when I launched, I realized that this, I could turn my passion into my profession. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I did. I uh, started out part-time and in 2011, I made that leap off of the uh, corporate hamster wheel. And here I am. And I'm assuming because you're still doing this, that it's been worth it, that you never looked back. (laughs) (laughs) Never, ever, ever. It is so worth it. It's so fulfilling. It's fun. It's I'm learning all the time. Um, I'm impacting people like back in my job. I had no attachment to it. There was no joy or fulfillment in it. And there is with my um, the work that I do today. I love that. And I love that you're tying it back to joy and fulfillment. And so do you, do you find that that's really why simplifying matters because it's, it's a bringing something deeper, a deeper meaning to people's lives. Kind of, kind of unpack that a little bit. I I so feel like I transform lives uh, because I think we're just so in, in this culture today, we're trying to do more, be more, have more. It's this insatiable quest for more that really leaves us empty and 
squashed and just uncomfortable, I think, in our space and, and in our calendars and all that. So, so when we create space, when we intentionally choose to live with less, with less Lululemon leggings and with less, you know, things, obligations on our calendar, with less clutter, it's amazing how much opens up for us, how we're able to invite in the things that really do matter. Yeah, I love that idea of it's actually creating space for you, because I think sometimes there's this feeling of, well, you're going to lose. It's it's a loss, right? right? And so it feels it feels like um, you're you're giving up something that maybe is important to you. But I love the idea of thinking of that's making space for something that's even more important. Right. So un- unpack a little bit about how how you kind of walk through that with your clients and help them understand the benefit on the other side of simplifying. I will be honest, by the time someone reaches out to me, they're like almost there. Like they get it. They realize that their lives are out of control. They're arguing with their family about the clutter. They don't feel productive. They're just, you know, reacting and not proactive. Like they're there. They just need the, the how. So their why is already there. I just shepherd them and coach them and guide them through the steps to reach their goal. I honestly will not work with a wife that calls me up and says, you've got to organize my husband. I'd like to go <laughs> no. Or, you know, my daughter or my mother. The person needs to need it, want it, feel it, believe it um, in order for it to be a success. Mm. So by the time they reach out to me, Shelly, honestly, they're there. I'm just sort of that accountability partner, that Sherpa guide, sensei, whatever to, to get them there. Um, I like the fact that you're talking about guiding people into a transformation, because I think we, a lot of us can point to areas in our lives, right. That we need to simplify. And sometimes it can be hard to say, okay, I know I need to be over here at point C, but how do I get from where I am to over there? So the idea of having someone guide you is beautiful. That's a beautiful picture. Love that. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. I am not a little fairy who will come in and organize your pantry and then you don't know where anything is or do your closet. Or I want the person with me shoulder to shoulder and together I'm teaching them the steps like, okay, so next time when you go into the spare room, again, just remember the steps we went through, you know, A, B, C, D. And then sometimes I get the, someone will call me or text me like, oh my God, you'd be so proud of me. I jackled the garage today and we did exactly like you said. And it's like, man, I'm proud of you, but you should be proud of you. Like, yes, pure joy for me knowing that they can do it. Right. So you're really guiding them to believe that they can do this, even when you're not shoulder to shoulder with them, because it's, it's, it's it's a goal to have them be able to implement this in their whole life, not just, you know, when you're working with them. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Exactly. 100%. I, they don't need me 24 seven. I don't need to move in and be their, their person to always do it. You know, some people take longer to get that sort of, Hey, I can fly. I can be free. Um, but they all get there. And that's really, really a goal is for them to just really have the tools and systems and the ability to, to carry on. So you are not Mary Poppins. You don't come in and snap your fingers 
everything go to its perfect place. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of when you were saying that, because I was just having a conversation with one of my children the other day about the reason that it was so difficult to clean up was that things had not been put away after they had been used. They had just been put in a pile and the pile was really big and overwhelming and just trying to explain if you'll put it away after you use it, then that will save you hard work in the end. But communicating that and then having to guide through the process of reminding, you know, and putting systems in place, that is where the work begins. And I love that you're that person for your client. What do you think, what do you think one of the hardest things is about simplifying? Let's say I'm a client, I come to you, I'm ready, I'm desperate for your help. What do you see as a common thread of difficulty once people are at that point? It's really just the how and where to start. You know, they've tried a million times. They've opened the door to the basement, looked down and like, ah, it's too overwhelming. Just like that pile, you know, of, of toys that you were talking with your child about. So it's really just giving them bite-sized um, guidance. Okay, all right. So what we're gonna just do today is deal with the first two drawers of the desk, okay? That's what we're gonna do. Or, you know, you say that shoes in this house are the big, okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna find every blessed shoe. <laughs> we're gonna bring it together, look at it in aggregate and figure it out. So, you know, sometimes it's a topic that is the right place to start. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a space, an area, um, but when we chunk it out and give it bite-sized pieces, then they're not choking. Then it's not that just overwhelming thing. Yeah, yeah. Do you find that once you begin to get into this process with your clients that there are a lot of other emotional kind of ties with things? And, and how do you manage that? Because I imagine that that could get a, a little tricky. <laughs> it can get a little, a little tough. Yes. So things, you know, people like, okay, they're, you know, that box with like their brownie sash and all their little ribbons and things, or the, in the back of the closet, those three bins filled with all their like textbooks from high school and college yeah. <laughs> photographs. So honestly, we just pull them out and we start talking like, okay, so like, how do you, you know, how do you enjoy this? Well, I don't enjoy it. I just shove it in the back of the closet and I just know it's there. Like, okay, so it's not really sentimental. It's almost kind of like evidence, right? Like uh -huh. evidence of your uh -huh. life. And like, and if you really think about it, like it's not the books that prove that you got this education. It's, it's the experience you went through and everything that's in your heart and in your head that's what you use every day in people you touch and things you do to prove that you got that education. So maybe those three things of books, like they don't matter. Cause like if they caught on fire, ah, oh, God forbid they caught on fire. Would it change one single thing about the experience you had in high school and college? Uh, no. So we talk through those types of things and just, you know, get them to feel good. And, and sometimes it takes a couple of swipes, but just looking, it's, it's never the thing that matters. Never, ever, ever. It's everything that the thing represents. So, so the thing can go and you still have everything that you had, except not three huge. Right. <laughs> 
I'm imagining that my husband came into marriage with multiple boxes of Legos and, you know, Legos, they're like rice. They they just multiply. And, and I'm wondering, do we really need all of these boxes of Legos? But that is that sentimentality of representing a childhood that he really got a lot out of. He really looks back with pleasure on that. And, um, just thinking about separating that from the thing and saying the identity of the experience is, is separate from that. And I love that, that you're really teaching people how to cultivate that outside of an object, you know, honestly, just another thought, if he took pictures of all those so that he still had them, but what a beautiful gift to donate them to someone mm-hmm. who can create memories and feel that accomplishment and, and all that. So yeah, you know, that's just another yeah. way to. I love that. I love that. You're really just teaching people a different way to think about things and stuff and material materialism. Um, what is one of the best things about helping people simplify their lives? I think just literally how I, the, the transformation that I see and just how, how, how free they become, how, how their, their shoulders get down, they breathe more easily. There's less friction in the house. There's just, you know, I think when we're, there's a, there's an energy to stuff, right? Yeah. There's, and we feel it and there's a heaviness and a, a weight to it. Like when you come in and you're just like, oh, every day I come to this house and it's like, wow, such a mess. But when you, when you start to just shed that, and again, donating is such a beautiful way to let those things serve somebody else. Yeah. And then you just, you have more time, you have more space. You, you get to see opportunities and possibilities in front of you that just you were blind to before. And just, I think just seeing that transformation and how it trickles to maybe their finances or again, their schedules or, you know, how many things they have their kids doing, just the, the trickle effect of just how much better of a life we can lead when we intentionally choose to just surround ourselves with less. Mm. I, I think that's amazing because all I'm hearing you say are all these benefits that I think all of us want. We want more time. We want more space. We want more mental and physical and emotional margin and all of these things. And something as simple as ordering your home and simplifying could be the very gateway to you having those things in every area, which who wouldn't sign up for that? You know, even if it's difficult to go through this simplifying process. So I would love for you to go. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, good things are not usually easy. I mean, you know, you have to do a little work for them, but the benefits, yes, huge. Yes. Yes. That's such a good point. I would love for you to unpack um, for someone who is saying, um, I I'm ready to begin this journey. And I'm thinking in terms of where do I start? What are maybe the top three things that you typically tell a client when they first come to you as to here's how we're going to eat this in bite-sized pieces. Okay. Um, so first thing uh, is, 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 is first one thing that I, I learned from um, Courtney Carter. Um, I'm reading her book for the third time. It's called Soulful Simplicity, Courtney Carver. Um, yeah, Soulful Simplicity. And she says that holding on is harder than letting go. So we have to hold on every day, like with our time, our money, our 
energy, our effort. We have to shove and unshove. Oh no, people are coming over. So you shove it into the junk room and then you have to <laughs> unshove it. And, and then everything's a house of cards and falling down and like, and, and just, you know, again, just making accommodations. Okay, let's buy some extra shelving for all that stuff. So holding on is hard. You let go only once and it is freeing. So that sort of just, you know, as a mantra or just a, a, a thing to think about is probably number one. Number two is again, bite-sized pieces. Let's say your closet is driving you like bananas. Every time you go in there, it's like, oh, I can't find anything. Don't think about it as hijacking an entire weekend and locking yourself in the closet and it just being like this big yuck thing. Maybe before breakfast tomorrow, go in and only look at your shoes, just your shoes in your closet and get them all together, toss, keep, 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 toss, donate. Maybe I'll sell those, donate, donate. And in like 25 minutes, you've completely organized your shoes. So check, success. And then maybe tomorrow afternoon before the kids come back from school, you've got like a little window of 15 minutes, go and just look, look at your, your, your dresses or your belts. So just one little thing at a time and celebrate those successes. Um, and number three is just, you know, have fun. Um, have fun, laugh at yourself. And like, oh my God, what am I doing with this? Like, you know, um, voodoo doll from like 1976. Oh my gosh. So laugh and, 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 you know, just don't take yourself so seriously. It's not the biggest thing in the world. And, you know, don't judge yourself, just have fun. Keep it light. Uh, those are such great things. I love the idea of taking one project and breaking it down because I think I often think of like a room at a time or an, an entire closet. And even that is overwhelming. Yeah. And I think the completer in me too also gets overwhelmed because if the project can be done all at once, then I might as well not even start. But I love the idea. If you take it in bite-sized pieces, you are actually completing. You're completing the very thing that you set out to do, which may only be your shoes, but that's something. And so I love that's like a complete mindset shift for me. Amazing. And I hope it will be for our, our viewers as well. Um, I would love to hear a story of a client that you have transformed. They went from a place of feeling overwhelmed and simplicity really helped um, transform their lives. Probably my favorite is Olivia. Um, when I first met Olivia, uh, she had was retired from work. She has been a school teacher. She was retired about a year. And she was living in a two-bedroom condo. She had previously gotten a divorce, left her like four or five-bedroom country home, filled with stuff before I met her. And honestly, almost all that stuff ended up in that two-bedroom condo. It was stifling. And she was retired, but her full-time job now was managing, shifting, accommodating, restructuring, shoving, unshoving. Like it was, it was really stifling. So we uh, worked together uh, several months, honestly. She donated a ton and that really did her, her heart good. Yes. Um, one of her things was like empty boxes and office supplies, like yowza. So we donated to schools all these office supplies, notepads and pens. It was so good. Um, and just a PS on empty boxes. Yes. 
All they do is hold space, hold air, and take up a lot of space. So better we recycle them and turn them into something the world can actually use today. So anyhow, so we, um, when we got finished towards the end there, she now had so much time. She started volunteering for her church. She got back to yoga, which she hadn't done in, in she had the last time she did it was before she got divorced. She joined two book clubs, and my most favorite thing is she fostered and adopted two black kitties. Those cats would not have survived in that space. No, no. It, it was not dirty. It was not a hoarder. It just was stifling. So she had the space in her heart and her time and in her home to invite those two little uh, black cats in, and she's beyond happy. Amazing. I, all I'm hearing as you're telling that story is expanding. Her life literally expanded by just bringing order to her home. And what an incredible gift. The ripple effect of this is really astounding. And I'm sure you're seeing that all the time with your clients. So yes, I can see that that would fuel you getting up every single morning and doing this for people. What a beautiful gift. I would love for you to talk a little bit personally about how this really helps you create impact. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, but create impact, which is ultimately leading to legacy. How do you see that in what you're doing? So, I mean, I really do think that I am impacting the world one client at a time, one workshop at a time, one presentation at a time to, 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 to make that shift of, living with intentionally living with less and as you said expanding their lives what you are able to see um recognize bring into your life when you create that space like it's amazing um i do a lot of presentations like at libraries and for women's business groups and and, and all that and I do get people who reach out to me afterwards and just talk about how they were inspired to just to, to do a lot of what I said and just how, how it transforms lives. Like it is so beyond just like, oh, cleaning up the kitchen island or that closet. It really has such a significant impact in every area of our lives. One of my clients, just P.S., uh, she and her husband worked full time. They had three little girls. She worked during the day. He was a chef and worked at night. They rarely saw each other. When they did see each other, all they would do is argue. Just about the stuff, the kids, the toys, the place, the, the that. And we did a couple of sessions and, and she emailed me and she said, um, this is the first night we have come together and we have not argued. Like, come on. So, so I'm a marriage therapist too. <laughs> <laughs> and also what a gift that is to others, because you're really handing them their lives back in ways that they didn't even know that they were missing, you know, just by ordering their lives. And I'm sure we could sit down and unpack all day long, kind of the, the science behind what happens in our brains and our bodies when there's clutter and mess. That's another topic for another day. But I think all of this is connected and that's why when this transformation begins to happen, there is literally a physical response in your body that is rest and is calm just by being in an ordered environment. So unbelievable. 
absolutely unbelievable. I know that our Cultivate members are going to want to go follow you and they're going to want to get in contact with you to find out more about maybe how you can help them, how you can maybe help someone that they know. So walk us through a little bit how we can get connected with you. Perfect. So I would recommend people uh, go first to my website. It's uh, simplifywitheileen.com. From there, there are um, hyperlinks to my Facebook page, my Instagram, my YouTube channel. I've got my own YouTube channel. Um, Twitter is on there as well as LinkedIn. So you can link to me on any platform you like just by going to my website. Also, if you're so inspired, you can sign up for my newsletter. It's once a month. I swear I don't bomb anybody more than once a month, but lots of tips and before and after photos and all sorts of fun stuff. Thank you so much for listening today. My prayer is that this episode today has encouraged you that wherever you are, wherever God has you walking, whatever season you're in, you can make an impact that will one day lead to a legacy impacting generations to come. If you would like to learn more about Cultivate and how you can continue making an impact in your home and in your business, you can check us out at cultivatelegacy.org or follow us on Instagram at cultivate underscore legacy.